You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Okay, today the subject, the topic is magnesium deficiency and infectious disease. Um, I think we talked earlier about um, how the activation magnesium um, deficiency is associated with abnormal activation of cells involved in non-specific immunity. Um, so we're preparing all of this, this, these police and these sentinels when they're not needed. There's an overreaction, a wasting going on here, and it can thwart even our more specific immune system when something comes along. So this kind of weigh, it weighs it all down. And so this is one of the key reasons that magnesium is so important. Um, the other reason for infectious disease that it's important is the inflammation level in the body is magnesium is like the calming mineral. And so what it does for inflammation and the reduction of, um, um, inflammatory cells and pro-inflammatory cytokines and uh, this is well known between magnesium and the cytokines and so this is um, one of the key features that helps the um, immune system to fight properly once you have all these alarms and triggers and and you know too too much wastage on sentinels and and like I said, the macrophage, neutrophils, other cells, endothelial cells, etc., that are growing and trying to protect at all costs. But they grow because the magnesium has its own immune function. I mean, a magnesium as a molecule is also uh, highly antibacterial, uh, just as a molecule itself. I mean, you know, our product, the, the transdermal magnesium, lasts 250 million years in the bottle. I mean, it doesn't change ever. And a lot of that, just like salt would, would be, like a brine of salt, like it's very hard to contaminate with bacteria <laughs> because the, nothing can grow there. And so this 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 well-distributed executive, I guess you could call it in the body, this well-distributed immune um, system uh, like imagine like a sparkling material that each little sparkle has its own power against that. Once you remove all that sparkle out of that that fabric, then you've got to increase all of the, the sentinels and guardians because then they're like, whoa, we all of it befalls on us. You know, we have to like protect the system. And so then it becomes heavy because there can be overreactions of the immune system and they, there becomes less of what you would call a concentrated effort. It's almost like a war where you're just wasting all these men, throwing them all off the cliff in order to, to, to stop some ship underneath in the water down below the cliff or whatever. It's just a wasted... <laughs> strategy so you want to have something which is much more specific much more sharp much more aimed and strategic and so this is like um, how magnesium comes in and um, magnesium as a structural reality I mean it's created in the structure of the tissues every structure most structures in the body use magnesium in their creation for some sort of flexible feature including the blood cells themselves there's a lot of studies on how even the hemoglobin use magnesium to offload and onload oxygen properly because it allows for the right fixation of the oxygen to where it's not overly fixated and it can re-deliver it properly. So this delivery vehicle, so basically it increases the cell's use proper use of oxygen. It increases oxygen in the way that it can be delivered and transported. And that has to do with its flexible nature built into the structural 
mechanism, meaning that, you know, this platelet, this like reverse or whatever you call it, these donut shape with, without a hole, like <clears throat> in the center of that, um, there's, there's, there's part of the structure there in that concave structure, there's a flexible layer and that layer is uh, magnesium, not only the porphyrin uh, rings, which are become fluorescent in presence of magnesium because the magnesium allows for that, um, <clears throat> but it also allows for the um, the proper fixation of oxygen to so where it can onload and offload. Um, I don't know if this is exactly the term allosteric, but it there is the notion of it. Uh, uh, creating uh, um, in one area um, a certain fixation which allows for another area to to defixate or to deconjugate or whatever. So this is kind of like how this, this I guess you could saw cellular communication works. Uh, one thing on one end and then there's like a, a signal sent to the other, like gating kind of effect. So magnesium plays a role in all of that, the transmembrane gating and, and, and even there's even studies now on um, uh, how magnesium, because it's an ability to hold water within itself um, and become, it's, a, it's like seven times heavier. It takes a little more work for the body to move that along. But because of that, that water allows for a certain type of gating effect too, because that water can allow the membrane to close and open because uh, you know how water reacts like that. It can, there can be hydrophilic and, and hydrophobic reactions there. So that gating effect is also controlled by magnesium's water-carrying capacity. So there's a lot of stuff that we're learning about, um, about magnesium uh, and its role in cellular shaping, production, plasticity of synapses, and, and efficiency within the fabric of the system of your body. Um, so um, you also use it for infectious disease, like in a practical way, you know, like you can use it like these transdermal magnesium you can put on the throat, you can gargle with it, you can use it for like cold sores, you can also use it daily on the abdomen to, to nourish the nervous system, five to 10 sprays, maybe 20 per day. Um, and, you know, some people do it before they shower, especially if you're having like, you know, you need to get a thermal thing going when you have the flu or this type of infectious disease going. It also kills bacteria. If you spray it on your hands, it destroys everything it comes in contact with and, um, and then brings about, uh, an absorption. So you're also removing the deficiency as well. Um, and, um, reducing inflammation and a lot of these other features, which keep the immune system from working properly. And inflammation is like just inflammation and the blood are basically two of the key components of everything now. And so whatever reduces and thins out the blood to the right way, not to, you know, these blood thinners, but in this done in the right way, this natural dilation, thinning and, and relaxation that is built into the molecule of magnesium. This is um, the natural way to do what we're doing through a lot of synthetics and, and drugs. And, and, you know, it's like hypertension. I mean, they used to give magnesium pills for that. They still do, but it's just, you know, they've got all these different types of blockers and everything else. And, you know, magnesium works itself as a channel blocker, a natural calcium channel blocker. So it has its own natural feature of not allowing too much calcium to kill the cell and over-rigidify the cell, etc. So it, it plays a productive um, softening role. It's almost like it allows itself to layer into the calcium to where the structure can have more flexibility and not create just a rigid structure. And so that's one of its key roles. It's not like 
active and passive, masculine and feminine, calcium and magnesium, but there is a notion there. There's a notion of hard material and soft flexibility and that coming together. And that's how your teeth are formed. So they come together in that. But also the tissues are, are, are dependent on magnesium. That's why the nervous system, the tissue that creates the nervous system, um, the endoderm, um, um, and um, I think, no, the ectoderm, uh, which is attached in the same embryonic layer as the nervous system. So your skin and the nervous system already have this attachment to each other. So there's a kind of a logic about going through the skin. And even the mesoderm, which is where you would come here to take that pill or whatever for magnesium, this is actually going the long way. And whereas you could go direct, and not only direct, but you can dose up. The body is huge. It's a huge organ. It's the biggest organ, the skin. So you, you can, it's ubiquitous. You can use that to your benefit, and you can increase your dose. So it's not the weaker way to go. It's the more experiential way as far as feeling goes. People can feel the difference. So especially athletes and high-level sports, et cetera. So if they can feel it, everybody else can too. And especially the age, people with age because the elderly they don't they can't your body can't pull that magnesium out of those almonds and whatever you're eating and assimilate it properly it takes a lot of work to extract magnesium from an almond and turn it into something good in the body so as you get older you need to be able to have a secondary system which is the skin which is why the greeks and romans had developed that whole system and so uh, baths and bathing and mineral rich waters spa philasso kind of therapies that are there and still present you can still get a doctor's order in france to go to a certain mineral rich water for rheumatism or you know pulmonary this that or the other there is already that happening now and it's even paid for by the social security system which you know that's a whole nother story but um so there is like some jewels or gems in even such a bad social system that i found to be very ineffective after 15 years in france but there's a couple gems remaining there and it's not because of anything to do with socialism it has to do with the fact that these are old world good ideas that are tried and true so no matter what system they're in so um Anyway, so magnesium and infectious disease, man, they go hand in hand. So um, don't get the cheap stuff. Do not go and find just, oh, I found transdermal magnesium oil. It says it's from Zextein, but it's not. It's, it says ancient. It says genuine. It says, but it's not. There's a lot of fakery out there. Go straight to theheartoftradition.com. Get the blue bottles, glass bottles, no endocrine disruptors. They're a little more expensive than everyone else, but they're also only three bucks a week. And you only need it for about 70 bucks a year, 60 bucks a year. You're good. You can knock out the deficiency. So it's better to spend more in, in such a key mineral and key deficiency than to try to go cheap and, and get something because you're getting a deal or whatever. I don't try to get deals on magnesium, especially when it's something natural that comes directly from the earth the way it is. It's a natural dry oil. It's not diluted. The big problem with a lot of the other brands, and U.S. brands especially, is that they're not coming from Vendam in Holland from the actual only source for the Zextine Inside Protocol, which has the Zextine Inside logo on it. If it doesn't have that logo, it's not coming from there. Um, you can call them and ask them, and they'll tell you. You know, and so it's just that easy, but people don't think that way, and so there's a lot of trickery out there. So you want to get the right stuff, because otherwise it's solvent extracted, it's chemically treated before sale, and they need to do that to remove heavy metals and endocrine disruptors from this Asian extracted 
solvent lookalike stuff that's remarketed to appear to be from wherever, Permian, ancient, whatever. So you need to do the right thing and get the right stuff for you and for your family. This is a game changer, not only for infectious disease, but for a lot of other diseases. It can be important to build this deficiency and get the right uh, build out of it and get the right level of optimal magnesium coming through the body, a high level of pure magnesium which is not extracted from anything. It's in its natural state. Um, and that's hard to find. Almost everything you buy is some sort of carbonate, magnesium carbonate, or some sort of base molecule, even magnesium chloride. The base molecule that they're using before they make the glycinate, the threonate, and all these other you know, um, special molecules, which your body makes already, out of the chloride molecule. Your body, you know, hydrochloric acid, when you eat something, it's attaching to magnesium. The magnesium chloride is there. It's converting all of those into those L forms anyway, those those threonates. It's doing that anyway in the body. Uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with all these other um, ways of doing it. I'm just saying that there's a natural way to do it, long-term, smart way to do it. And so come check us out at theheartoftradition.com. Thanks.